Hi, mamas. This is Kenzie. This is Cheyenne. And, and we're, we're two, two messy mamas. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, no, this is so guys. awkward. <laughs> well, I'm just going to let you guys know now. We have sick children and we're not quite yep. sure how it happened. Because um, kids are freaking plague monkeys. That's how it happened. I don't know even – like, we haven't been anywhere other than the grocery store with Kavika. And all of a sudden, yesterday, he woke up from his nap, and his, like, eyes were glossy, and his nose was stuffy, and he had, like, the scratchiest – like, it sounded like he was losing his tiny little voice. It did sound like that. And I just don't even know where it came from. So he has that, and then you've got – I don't even know what Julian has. I don't even know. He's just, he's had the raspy cough. He's been like, <laughs> TMI, but like choking on his phlegm. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like, we got to figure this out. Because what? you've been getting sick way too often. I can't tell if it's a cold or if it's allergies. Because I'm dying from allergies. Yeah. But... Yeah, so guys, if the audio, you guys are like, what the heck have they delivered? <laughs> We're just trying to deliver, okay? Yeah, we we really are. We're both at our own homes right now. <laughs> yeah. So we're really trying this. Oh my gosh. I know. Oh my gosh. But I mean, I cleaned my house today, so Proud thank goodness I did that. But Proud other than that, I've done nothing all day. I look like a mess, if you guys could see me. Well, yeah, what's funny is it's actually recording us right now, you guys, like recording our faces. All I can see is Kinsey's forehead. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. What? I can see my whole self. Can you see me now? Yeah, I can see your whole self now. That was so weird. What? Can you see all of me? No, I only see half of you. <laughs> what? Can you yeah. see me now? Yeah, now I see all of you. What in the world? I don't know. This thing's weird. What would you do if this is what we posted as our first video? <laughs> Oh, sheesh. Oh, You'd be getting I some judgmental comments. <laughs> we definitely would. Oh, my gosh. Well, I can tell you guys I've not got my life together because I leave for Vegas in basically three days and not packed a single thing. I plan okay. things out, but I haven't packed. My house is a mess, you guys. My house, it's so bad. It's okay. I know. It's okay. But I'm still just like, the anxiety is getting to me. And this is also only my second time ever flying. Wow. So I'm getting the jitters again about flying. <laughs> flying, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I cannot tell you. How many times I'd been on a plane before having kids, okay? Mm -hmm. I was very blessed. I got to fly everywhere. I got to be adventurous, young adult. It was not until I had children that I had flight anxiety. Yeah, I'm a little like, nervous. I used to get on a flight and be fine. Guys, I was on a plane once. We were taken off into the sky. We, had, we, we were just reaching, what is it, altitude or whatever it's called. And I was on the outside. I was on the aisle seat and the guy, the middle seat was empty and the guy was in the window seat. When all of a sudden, I kid you not, the plane went completely sideways. Everyone's oh. stuff flung everywhere. 
I stuck my arm out like straight arm bar the guy's shoulder so I could prop myself up. <laughs> the plane goes sideways. He flips us back and then he just comes onto the thing. It's like, bing. He goes, sorry about that. And then turns it off. No one knows what happened. Don't tell me this. Okay. I'm about to get but on this, a plane. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. This was a, this was across the United States flight. This was all the way from Atlanta to Seattle. It was rough. But I like that kind of stuff didn't phase me. Like I got yeah. onto my next flight after that, no problem. Not even worried about a thing. Now a simple flight from where we live to the connection, I'm like, oh my gosh, this plane could go down. This could be it. This is it for me. <laughs> literally oh my gosh I'm so nervous I also I still have to <laughs> shave my legs oh she's gotta do that uh and I'm self-tanning before I go because I ain't trying to be pasty okay it's also supposed to be like 103 have I you think. ever been to Vegas oh have you been to Vegas no it's hotter than Satan's butt crack down there. yeah so I'm gonna have to like I'm going to self-tan, but I'm worried about sweating. <laughs> it's hot. Yeah. So I got a yeah. really cute outfit, though, last night. But Oh, I know. It was cute. <sighs> this is my dilemma. Oh, no. The pants are a little see-through. Um... But I'm wearing, oh, like, one piece, you know, bodysuit. And I'm like, honestly, this isn't going to be the worst thing they would see down there. So I'm kind of like, I might just keep the pants. <laughs> it's not even that bad. They're just a little see-through. Usually I do like white biker shorts or something like that underneath. Yeah, maybe I will. I don't know. They're just really cute pants. Oh, they were cute pants. They're so fun. I saw them at TJ Maxx, of course. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. Not sponsored. Wish it was. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> they, like, have you been in there recently? I haven't been in there in a while. I've been busy. They, like, re redid the whole store, like, where all of the clothes are. They, like, well, it's not, like, too drastic. But, yeah, they redid it. And so I was so confused because I wanted to look at jean shorts and I was like where the heck are their shorts at yeah and my my sister was with me she goes they're right over here and it was like all athletic stuff I was like no this is like where the kids stuff is at you know the the youth section I was like I'm not I am not small enough to fit into the youth section and then I realized that it's not the youth section anymore it's like where's, all active where's the kids section um, you know, I didn't even really pay attention because where the like the like young girls, not babies and stuff, okay, but like the yeah. young girls section, that's all athletic apparel now. And there was like three or four racks that were the athletic apparel. I didn't even look oh, for the Lord. youth. Jeez. Yeah, I was confused. I was like, "What, man?" I know. It's because they're they're getting stressed. Old Navy is coming in next door, and they're like, "We got to get our crap together, you guys." Yeah, they did have a lot of cute stuff there, though. It was hard for me not to buy everything. Oh, I know. That is why I've steered clear recently. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that because <laughs> right now it's like summertime, right? So that's like, oh, any excuse to buy the boys' summer clothes, any excuse to buy a swimsuit, and Co was like, "In your dreams, sister." <laughs> 
Yeah, they also did not have a lot of cute dresses, to be honest. Oh, no. They were all kind of, uh, no offense to the grandmas out there, but grandma-ish. Oh, yeah, but that's in. That's in. Coastal grandma. Have you Mm. not heard about this? No, but (gasps) none of them look flattering. Oh, my gosh, Kinsey. Coastal grandma is where it's at. Oh, my gosh. Not for this body. The thing is... It's literally, literally, if you go onto Pinterest and you type in coastal grandmother aesthetic, this is a thing. This is a thing. Okay. I did not know this was a thing. Look, look at this. I don't know if you're able to, let me turn my brightness down so I can show you across the screen here. Look at this. Wait, move it this way a little bit. Oh yeah. Okay. I have seen that everywhere. This is a thing. And it's like not like have you seen um have you seen oh my gosh what is it called the book club no but you keep telling me to watch it I oh to my watch gosh it. it's in the movie theater soon i'm gonna go watch it okay <laughs> the book club basically have you ever looked at how diane keaton dresses that is coastal grandma okay i'm gonna be real honest you can't just tell me a name because I have no idea. You don't know celebrity. who Diane Keaton is. <laughs> I don't know celebrity names. I know their faces. Oh, and I'd be like, my. oh yeah, that's that guy from that. But tell me a you name. You don't know who Diane Keaton is. No. What was that game where you wore like? Was it called like headbands? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One time I got um. Was Are you about name? to embarrass yourself? Yes, I am. Was it Sylvester Salone? Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> he was on mine and they were like, Rocky, Rocky. And I was like, I have no idea who it is. They were oh, like. Oh, no. That was one of the first times I ever played a game with my in-laws, too. And they probably were like, this girl. How embarrassing. <laughs> okay. Have you seen Father of the Bride? That is my favorite movie. So if you say no, I will be crushed. No, all right. (laughs) Have you seen Palms? It was on Netflix. I'll look up a picture of her real quick. Diane Keaton, you said? Yep. Oh, okay, yes. I do know her. Okay. Good, 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 good. Oh, Father of the Bride has the guy from... Uh, if only- you're about to say the guy from <laughs> Only Murders in the Building and you don't know his freaking name, a.k.a. one of the most iconic people on the planet. <laughs> I don't know his name. What is his, his name? His name is Steve Martin, you uncultured swine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm silent laughing. I'm laughing so oh, hard. Oh, my gosh. You don't know who Steve Martin is? And let me guess, you don't know what the name of the other guy in Only Murders in the Building is, who is also another iconic if household someone... name, Martin Short? <laughs> Are if you someone kidding had me? a gun to my head <laughs> and said, name five celebrities, and they showed me pictures, I would be like, I'm dead. Shoot me right now. <laughs> I can't believe. Have you seen Santa Claus? Yeah. Santa Claus 3? Martin Short is Jack Frost. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We are not. I knew that I knew him from somewhere. (laughs) No. 
<laughs> okay. From where? You just should know that Steve Martin and Martin Short are like a package deal. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Wait. Okay. Oh no. Do you know who Selena Gomez is? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Only because I wanted to be her growing up. Um. <laughs> Does he also play the Pink Panther, or is that a different guy? Yes, okay. Steve Martin. Okay, okay, him. okay, okay. Oh man, we're about to have to go to class. <laughs> okay, see, I don't know stuff like that, but I was thinking about this earlier. I I don't like school, but I like learning. If that makes sense, like I love learning uh, little yeah, tidbits. That makes sense. Like okay, um, I learned this today. Actually, thank you to TikTok University. University. I said, I almost said anniversary. (laughs) Hold on. I got to look up the lyrics right now. Okay, wait. Steve Martin also in Cheaper by the Dozen. He's the dad. Have you not seen Cheaper by the Dozen? Oh, (laughs) oh no. Oh, we are, we cannot be friends. (laughs) This is about to end the podcast over this. You have never seen Cheaper by the Dozen? I haven't. Oh my gosh, can you hear my baby screaming? Okay. He is going crazy. I do hear him a little bit, but it's not bad. I'll go upstairs. He is like, <laughs> he is babbling. losing his crap. <laughs> okay, okay, but this is important. So, you know, in the Carrie Underwood song, When He Cheats, she says, bef- Isn't it before he cheats? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I can't. My brain's not functioning. But anyways, back to what I was saying. Before so he funny. cheats, um, so he's uh, there's the line. It says, "Right now, he's probably dabbing on three dollars worth of that bathroom polo." Okay. Okay. Apparently, apparently, this is a thing. There is some. Like bars and bathrooms and like gas stations and stuff that have a cologne or perfume machine in their bathroom. Yes, that they like. I've never <laughs> known this until today. No, that's a thing. That line, I was always like, oh, it's probably some Southern slang. <laughs> I never knew. And then I found that out today and I was like, Oh my gosh, it all makes sense. And also, if he's putting $3 on, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> that is way too much. I'm dying. Also, I'm going to take a picture of this because this is like actually killing me that this is our lives right now. <laughs> this is what the pod has come to. Oh my gosh. I just want everyone to know that I'm actually currently sitting on my stairs. <laughs> and... We are recording the pod. Kinsey's in our recording studio. I am. I am. And I am at the top of my stairs because my child was screaming. <laughs> you just wanted to talk. But oh, speaking of children, I'll circle it back. Messy mom moment. So, oh, I don't know. My life. <laughs> true that. Um, I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Cheyenne and I are actually recording twice this week because... I won't be getting back until like midnight on Sunday. So hopefully the next episode isn't also on this app or else we're probably going to lose hundreds of listeners. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I know. But so 
I was thinking of like two messy mom moments and they're both so different from each other, but also like they're both so funny. So I don't know if I want to go in the poop route today or the tantrum route today. (laughs) Let's go poop. It's been a while since we've talked about poop. I know a poop story. Okay. So my son is now getting to the point where he um, has like actual little turds. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's not like the sticky, like gross poop anymore. Well, I was changing him on our bed the other night, getting ready to go to bed. And he was just not having it. He's been hating having his diaper changed. Actually, now when he sees that I grab a diaper, he runs away from me, which has oh, been really Vika, fun. I'll say, Vika, I need a diaper. And he goes, Baby diaper? I say, No, I need a Vika diaper. He goes, Vika doesn't need a diaper. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I'm like, you would rather sit in your poop and pee, dude. Let oh, me clean your butt. Nasty. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I am changing him. Little turds. Okay. Get him all wiped up, ready to go. I'm playing with him. I go to pick up the diaper and I fold my diapers up. You've seen how I fold my diapers when I'm done, right? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, okay. So every single time I just roll it up and then I cross the straps across and it just makes this perfect little <laughs> diaper to throw away. I'm like so OCD about it. But anyway, so it was just folded in half. I hadn't rolled it yet. Okay. And I picked it up to move it to the side so I could roll it. And I guess it wasn't closed all the way. Oh no. <laughs> and as I turned to the side, Turds flew out no. of the diaper no. onto my bed. Peyton was <laughs> Peyton and I both just had to like stop for a second and just look at oh, each other. Gosh. That's all we could do. I was like, good thing they were actual turds and not <laughs> anything oh, else. No. But I was dying for probably 10 minutes after it happened. I just couldn't believe it. You know, I think I know. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> Oh, 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 speaking of poop, that is a perfect segue into my messy mom moment, which is, you know, I've always been a little bit, like, I'm pretty sure some of the women in my ward have, our ward is at church. Um, I'm pretty sure some of the women that I go to church with actually judge me for this, but I am pretty picky on the type of diapers I use. Oh, yeah. Some moms are, some moms aren't. Okay. I think and I think it also depends on the baby. Yes. And so I remember when my baby shower was coming around, everyone was like, or I remember some people were like, we have to get Hello Bello. She, she won't use anything else. And I was like, okay, listen, I have my thing. It works. And that's just what I choose to yeah. do. Right. Well, recently with sickies and stuff, my babies have just been flying through diapers. And so I did not like for one of the first times ever, we ran out of diapers before our new subscription was here. Yeah. I remember you talking about that. And so I went to Walmart and I got the Huggies special ones because those are what we used in the hospital. And so I thought, okay, we should be good. They shouldn't have a reaction. Yeah. Did they not have... No, 
Hello Bello, I swear every kid in the freaking valley is either a size three or a size six. Okay. Because those are my boys' sizes and there are nothing. When Julian was in a size three, they never had size three either. Never. Yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. So I grabbed the size threes and we're doing what we have to do. And they freaking gave him bummy rashes. <gasps> oh no. And I was so, well, one, I was just so mad. I was upset with myself because I was like, I should have ordered diapers because you can change, you know, how fast it comes. But I was so upset with myself because I was like, I should have just ordered more diapers. And then I was upset with the fact that I even tried to put it on them in the first place. And then I was like, this is why I only stick to one brand because like when you find your brand, it works. Yeah. So like, hello, Bello, that's just what works for me. It's what works for us. It's like... I don't know. It's just what we do. It's what we use. So that was my messy mom moment was running out of diapers and then going to the store and thinking, all right, this should be okay. And then it not being okay. Oh my gosh. The dog. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to move somewhere like silent when we start talking about our topic, because if I have the freaking Corgi, barking in the background is that who it is yeah it's honey oh my gosh didn't even realize but i have been in that boat before where i ran out of diapers and they didn't have anything luckily my nana's neighbor she actually volunteers at the food bank in idaho and uh she would always bring diapers and wipes. She would ask me what size, and it was always such a nice gesture. And so mm-hmm. I was just like, I'll have them in case, like, something happens. Well, that did happen. He ran out. And I want to say it was Parents' Choice that I used, which, first off... Oh, I've had to use that on Vika before, yeah. and it was not good. Yeah, first off, the diapers feel like plastic, Oh, yeah, they feel like styrofoam. Like, like paper plastic. If you felt them, I mean, you no, know. no shade if you have to use them. Yeah. I understand. Diapers are freaking expensive. Oh, my gosh. Like, well, ridiculous. I almost, I almost, instead of going the Huggies route, because Huggies is on the cheaper side. So instead of going the Huggies route, I almost went with Honest. Oh, my gosh. Are they super expensive? I haven't looked at that. Honest? Them. Diapers for a box, Kinsey. A single freaking box of diapers that you buy from Hello Bello for how much? Like 25 bucks? Not right? even 20. It's like 19 something. Okay. $45 for a box of diapers from Honest. And people think I'm bougie because I like the Hello Bello. Are you kidding 40 me? five dollars oh no 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 i was like not a chance i love my son but not enough to buy him a 45 dollar <laughs> diapers you're just gonna poop exactly <laughs> like at that point he is literally pooping money away no thank oh you oh my gosh no <laughs> way yeah so won't be buying those but yeah i've had i've tried so many diapers and they all break him out. So, all right, I'm about to take a drink. Okay. If you hear me gulping, I am so yeah, sorry. Yeah, if you heard me gulp earlier, I'm sorry too. I didn't. 
Oh, heck yeah. Okay. <laughs> I did not hear anything. <laughs> I didn't hear anything when you did. So speaking of which, <gasps> I found Stanley dupes at for five dollars. I didn't look at the price. No, I think they were like ten, but they were so flipping cute at TJ Maxx. Oh, um, they have the cutest cups right now. I wanted to buy them all, but I was like, you don't need to buy yourself more cups. But they were so freaking cute. What colors were they? There was like a teal one, an orange one, a yellow one, green one, purple one. Sheesh, we need to go get the orange and pink ones and turn those into messy mama Yes, but they have redone the store, I'm telling you, because I have never seen them have like selections this big. There was so much at the store, it was crazy. Sheesh, I need to go. I know, they have, and they had a hydro jug there. You know the big oh, wow. ones that come with like the carriers yeah. and stuff. They had one there. Oh wow! It was like I want to say that one was like nineteen. So I was like, I ain't spending nineteen dollars <laughs> on a hydro jug today. Well, have you heard about the new water bottle that's all the rage? Which one? This one. <laughs> what? It, wait, I didn't even see it. Oh my god! It's, <laughs> it's called the Owala. I did not buy this myself, people. Yes, I have two Stanleys. (laughs) I did not buy this for myself. It was a gift, but I get the hype, bro. Look at this thing. 32 ounces. And then look at the top. Wait, wait, move it over. You can move it over. Oh, 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 oh. Right here. Okay. So you can either drink out of it like, you know, like this, Uh or this smaller hole right here is a straw. Genius. Can you guys tell that Cheyenne and I drink a lot of water? Really though, okay. I was talking to my sister-in-law because uh, she's who I've been going to the gym with, and okay, we were talking about like water, and I was like, I was like, you have to just get a cute water bottle, truly one that when you grab, it just feels good to hold. Yes, you can just sip on it. For me personally, straws are the way to go. I do so much better when I have a straw. Um, I was like, you just have to get one. I go through like four or five of my Stanleys a day. Oh, yeah. I've been like, it keeps you hydrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. That's why, like, I've, I I want to go back and buy all of those at TJ. Will my husband be there? Probably. He will probably be like, why? disappointed. Why? Yes. <laughs> but maybe if I buy him one, he'll be fine. There you go. Hack the system. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, we've made it half an hour. I was scared that doing it over this was going to be not good news for us. Oh, no. I I feel like we're good at talking, so. True. True. (laughs) True. We're good at talking. So I wanted to start off our topic of the day by sharing a quote that says motherhood is amazing and then it is really hard and then it is incredible and then it is everything in between so hold on to the good breathe through the bad and welcome the wildest and most wonderful ride of your life i love that and i love that you brought quotes because i did too oh my gosh look at us being prepared i did too oh you want me to read the one i found Yes, bring it, share with the class. 
Okay, well, I got this from Instagram. I was just looking because when I'm, like, preparing for an episode, I just kind of go through social media sites and see what people are, like, talking about on the subject. And this is from Every Day. It's D-A-E Health. Okay, okay. And it says, looking back, I think about all the time wasted and joy stolen in criticizing my body. Instead of celebrating our accomplishments together, I was quick to cast judgment. My body and I have been through too much together to be at war. It's time to drop the weapons. After all, my body made me a mother. It has magically crafted the most perfect beings I've ever come to know. And for that, I'm forever in awe of its strength and beauty. Oh, I like that one. It, like, one. made me kind of cry when I was reading it earlier. I was yeah, like... Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> yes. So, today we're going to talk about body image because one of our amazing listeners uh, reached out to me and asked if we've talked about it before. And I was like, well, yeah, like a teeny tiny little bit. And yeah, little snippets in certain episodes. Yeah. And I think this is something that I have definitely struggled with. I've shared with Cheyenne, like cried over FaceTime with her about I just burped. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. I was so scared. I couldn't hold it in. It was like hurting my chest. So I didn't, I just held it in. But then you were talking about like crying to me and I was like, oh, I did not just burp in the middle of her. Kitchen. Oh my gosh, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Oh, this, is our, this is really our relationship. I know. I know. I, to be honest, guys, I don't know how much we're going to be able to edit through this software. So uh, you might be getting all, all of it. Crazy. All of the good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. But anyways. <laughs> so I've struggled a lot with body image. And I did struggle before I even was pregnant. Like, okay. I feel like I've always struggled. And part of the reason is I love my family, love my sisters. I'll always have love for them. But I was always the bigger sister out of us three. Like, they okay. have always been very petite, very muscular, and it just came to them, like, so naturally. And I was the sister that always had the curves. I was the chunky sister growing up, like, 11 years old, you know. So, yeah. I think I've always struggled with it, but postpartum, it got really bad with my struggle with okay. it. So, we're well, let's today okay as many of you guys saw we came to our instagram to kind of ask what you guys had dealt with yourself so my first question was did you struggle with any of these postpartum and it was a postpartum depression b postpartum anxiety c baby blues or d all of the above um to my surprise, I thought people were going to say a lot more baby blues or a lot more of postpartum depression, but actually postpartum anxiety. Yes, I did was notice that. Our highest um response also tied with all of the above, which I am so sorry to the mamas who had to click on all of the above. Yeah. Um but yeah, so P- PPA was up there which i was quite shocked yeah i thought postpartum depression was going to be higher um my next question was did you struggle with body image while pregnant and i have to be honest you guys this one 
kind of shocked me. Yes. I was, I don't know. And I think this is kind of, I don't know where to step and what line not to step on and kind of what to say, not what to say. Um, For me, being pregnant made me no longer worry about how my body looked. Yeah. And so when I saw the response too, because a lot of people said yes. Yeah. Um, I kind of like thought about it for a second because I can't understand like your body is changing so much that yes, Mm -hmm. it can be very hard, but I was very fortunate to have, um, a really easy pregnancy with Julian. And so I think that I was so like focused in and zoned in on, I was growing a baby and I was really excited for that time in my life that I wasn't thinking as much about my body, if that makes sense. So I feel like for the people who like did say yes, maybe they didn't have that luxury of, you know, focusing in as much as I got to, you know? Yeah. I don't, I follow, um, I think her last name is like, R. oh, sheesh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Her first name is Paige, um, but she is like a fashion influencer and she got pregnant and she always was very open about her um, kind of struggle with body dysmorphia and eating correctly and exercising healthily. So that she what didn't struggle with um, any kind of eating disorder or anything like that. And then when she got pregnant, I know she was very vocal about how much pregnancy sent her through such a battle with the way she viewed her body um, because that's just like one of the things that she struggles with is body image and she um was one of those people who like would not eat any type of carb oh, but gotcha. while she was pregnant all she craved was carbs but her whole life she had told herself like if you eat that then you're going to gain weight yeah. and so like being pregnant and all of that caused so much just inner monologue fighting with itself that her body dysmorphia that she had conquered not pregnant then came back with a vengeance when she got pregnant because her body was changing again and now after having a baby she's now battling that again right yeah. the, that those the voices and those thoughts of oh my gosh having a baby ruined you having a baby did this having a baby did that so i think I don't know. It's so hard because I don't want to speak for any of these moms. I'm very grateful that I did not deal with any body image problems while I was pregnant. If anything, I took that as my time to like not care because I knew what my body was doing. So that's kind of what prioritized everything else was I knew I was blessed in carrying this baby and being able to, you know, give it everything it needed, the baby needed that I really, I feel like I really put myself on the back burner and kind of just did what I needed to do. I'm grateful I didn't have that mental battle. Um, But that one did shock me. I think maybe just that to me being naive 
Um, yeah, and it's just, it's also I, something you didn't go through, you know? So, yeah. I, you, what's that quote? It's like, um, you don't go through it till you go through it, you know, kind of situation. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I tried to like think from a different perspective because it is really hard when it's your perspective and like, well, I didn't struggle, but they did. Yeah. So, yeah, again, I don't want to speak for anyone, but maybe, I can understand coming from that place of like your body's changing, how difficult that can be. Yeah. So I did look up body image issues during pregnancy because I felt like I couldn't quite grasp exactly what, you know, Mm -hmm. and I love that it said you might develop stretch marks where your, where your body gets larger and sometimes your skin will break out with acne. You may also be much more tired than usual and have mood swings more often. The negative mood may make you more likely to have an unhealthy or negative thoughts about your body. And to be honest, until reading that, I didn't really think about the fact that sometimes you do gain weight in the weirdest spots. And you have, I, with both of my boys, actually, I had hormonal cystic acne. They were huge. I got them both in the first trimester with both of my boys. So painful. And and so just like. It sucks so much. And. I yeah. think this is another reason why maybe I didn't so much during, but after for sure is I, like I said, I was the chunkier sister. I've always had stretch marks my whole life. I think I first yeah. started noticing them when I was like eight or nine. And so me getting stretch marks was not, not as detrimental to me, I guess I could say, okay. like as it can be to yeah. some people. And not to say that's in a negative way, but, you know, it can be scary for people who don't have that because that is a physical sign that your body is growing and changing. And, yeah. uh, but for me, I've always had them. So I didn't really like, I didn't really notice it too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one, um, says that there is an extreme, um, experience with, intense hormonal changes Mm -hmm. and that a lot of stuff can be you feel really happy and excited and beautiful for five minutes and then you switch to feeling unattractive and angry and moody for the next hour um and it's not that the individuals who start experiencing body image concerns in pregnancy are not alone many people struggle with the way that their bodies change in pregnancy but i loved this and it said work on reframing your thoughts to accept the to accept and honor your body and in ways where you can dislike the changes that occur to your physical appearance during your pregnancy and still have love for the life that you are growing yeah. i think that's super important to and i feel like so many of those moms probably felt like that they probably felt like why am I hating myself? Why am I so angry that my body is changing? But I have so much love for this baby that's inside of me and I'm so excited to have them, right? It's just yeah. such a a back and forth. And again, I don't want to talk too much on it, even though we've talked a lot on it. Because <laughs> I don't because I don't know, yeah. right? I just don't I I'm with you guys. My heart is with you. I'm sorry that that was um a battle that you went through and know that you're not alone yeah because honestly honestly the the voting on here of women who did have body image um negative body image while pregnant 
it was significantly higher than I thought it was going to be. So please know that you are not alone. Yeah, and you're not alone in that. A lot of the times, you also have to remember it's your brain tricking you. Mm-hmm. It's just your brain being mean to you. And you know, as much as I want to punch my own brain sometimes, it it's just <laughs> your brain being mean, and it's not the truth. You know, and it goes back to that quote I said at the beginning. You know, it's really all about. You're growing life, and that's so beautiful. I don't know what yes. I don't know what that noise was. Oh, was there a noise? It sounded like a helicopter. <laughs> what the? Is it gone yeah. now? No, it's gone. Oh, weird. Okay. Interesting. Um, our next one was: Do you struggle with body image postpartum? Um, we had only had one person vote no, and girl. <laughs> I am proud of you. <laughs> I'm a little jealous, but I'm proud. <laughs> what a blessing. <laughs> um, for all the other mamas, it was a strong yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um, struggled with uh, body image. Um, I think, I don't know. I struggled in, I never... It wasn't until I would say probably like six or seven months postpartum that I realized like my body's not changing. Like yeah. what, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. My phone's falling. Oh, oh I'm still there. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> okay. Um, Like I, it, my body was where it was at and it wasn't really improving significantly one way or another. I should – I will probably post this picture – on our um, Instagram feed, but I actually took this at a month postpartum and I think I did it more for myself than anybody else. But I remember I that. actually, yeah. So I have the before photo of this image. Um, I'm pretty sure I was wearing the same exact shirt. Yep. I was. And this is where I had just my, Oh my gosh. I look like an infant. Um, <laughs> This is where it was just my bump, my tiny bump. And then, you know, a couple months later, it was no longer a bump. It was just a lot, a lot of extra skin that was there full of stretch marks. Um, And that, that was a little bit hard. And I think what I tried to do was just embrace them. I have this picture as well. Um my my stomach got wrecked. <laughs> oh with my I children. That. <laughs> um and so I just tried to embrace them the best I could. And I know that they'll probably they'll be there forever. <laughs> you know, I used to joke that I would get a, t- a tummy tuck, but I recently just followed someone who just went through that experience and watching her go through that, there ain't no way. There ain't not no way I'm getting a mommy makeover. I will deal with the stress. I still marks. am getting a mommy makeover. <laughs> not, not, not for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely will. And I love, I think you should share those on our Instagram too, those pictures, because, yeah. um, yeah, I really struggled after I had Juliet. I, uh, I hate bounce back culture is what I'll say <laughs> because uh, yeah. you see so many moms and I would say 
like 5% of people actually do bounce back. Maybe a little bit more. But you see so many moms on all of the social medias and they're like, bounce back. They have their hair done, their makeup on, you know, they're going out with their baby. And I'm just like sitting in my house in my diaper and sweats, haven't showered in three days and feeling like crap because I feel like I didn't bounce back. And so, (laughs) oh my goodness, I, it's so weird to think that that was only you like a few months ago. Well, not that, not that one, but yeah, yeah. So crazy. No, I know. But like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, did you see those? I mean, they were, my stretch marks, you guys, they were red. Yeah. They were aggressive mine still are like I still really I still have my stretch marks and you know I didn't I was really good throughout my pregnancy like I said I think I was just so focused on I was so excited to have my baby and he was my first so maybe that is part of the reason too but sorry this is like freaking out anyways um I I really struggled and I remember I was a size 8 before I had Julian. I was 180 pounds I think. And then when I had him, I was 196. And then I want to say I started going to the gym. Then I got into a car crash after leaving the gym and that like scarred me. So I didn't go for a while. <laughs> And I felt really good during that time. I was starting to lose weight again, and then I stopped going. And I just kind of, like, became reclusive a little bit. I just sat at home, and then when you're bored, you eat, you know? And then I want to say it was September, because that's when fair was. I ordered myself jeans, and I ordered a size 12. And when they fit, like, fit good, I started to, like, cry. Because it was just, like... That seeing that actual representation of I did actually change that much, it was so hard for me to comprehend. And I was blessed with the fortunate gene of gaining weight in my arms. Oh, Ugh, I hate it. <sighs> but anyway, so that was another really hard one. If you saw me for a while, it was I was constantly wearing something that was covering my arms because I was so insecure about them. Yeah. I will say my mind shift has shifted a lot recently, but that time was really dark because I just felt like I I just really struggled postpartum with, mm-hmm. you know, trying to fit back into the mold of I needed to bounce back and then trying to also accept my new body. Yeah. My gosh. Do you see how massive I was? Yeah. I look back at these and I like kind of, I don't know, like gasp. I don't think I realize like. You I, have big babies, girl. I get <laughs> huge. Well, just look at this difference from E to, or Vika to E. Look how much bigger I was with E. Well, that's a real thing because you. I was a massive. Your uterus is already used to growing because your first time, your uterus, it's its first time growing a human. But the second, third, fourth, however many kids you have, it's already like (laughs) pre-stretched. 
That sounds so weird when I say that. It's ready to go. (laughs) But yeah, it's a lot more elastic. It's ready to grow babies. So you actually carry and show earlier. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Looking back at these photos, (laughs) I am. I'm trying to find good photos to put up. And I could be the poster (laughs) child of a... (laughs) Um, And then our last box was... um, how did slash do you help yourself through postpartum? Um, and we'll just kind of go response by response. Our first response was saw a therapist and girl. We love that for you. We're clapping. I am proud of you because I have not. <laughs> Therapy is great. Too messy mamas. Yeah. Better help. Just plug in them real quick. If you need a therapist and you don't want to leave your house. <laughs> yeah, I good. I am I am proud of you for doing that and I'm sure that was probably so scary and yeah, but so needed. Therapy, okay, I will say to everyone who goes to ther- therapy for the first time or you've never went and you want to go be prepared that your first few sessions are going to be hard emotionally and they're going to be awkward because you're meeting this person you're telling them your life story and you're trying (laughs) to figure out like if this person is a match for you because not every therapist is going to be a match for the patient but once you get into the thick of it and you start seeing the results of therapy you will never want to go back it's the best thing ever i highly recommend for everyone that's how they'll feel (laughs) <laughs> there it is. <laughs> all right we'll go to the next one hopefully we're good um feeling all the things therapy crying laughing sharing her experience experiences um oh that one too i think something that can help is just talking i think that's probably the biggest thing that can help is talking to your mom talking to your friends talking to your partner um all of those things can be therapeutic, helpful, make you feel stronger. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I just, I love that response. Um, I love this one. This next one was told myself, this is only a season of life. Enjoy it and don't stress because it all have time someday to put, get energy back into getting into better shape. And I do like, yeah, that. I think right now that's one of my biggest battles um, as someone who had a C-section and was not planned to have a C-section and didn't expect to have a giant five inch scar across my stomach and, you know, everything that comes with that. I think it's important to remember that this is just a season of life. Um, but it's hard for my, like the way right now is, is, Hopefully, if we don't have an oopsies, um, <laughs> we plan on getting pregnant next fall. Um, and I have to bust my butt for the next year to get into the best shape of my life so that that pregnancy goes without any issues. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that's a huge stress of just like being in the now and knowing that this is a phase and someday I'll miss this to also being like, well, I need to be in the best physical shape. I can be in for my next child to be able to provide for them. And I often tell myself like, yeah, it's going to be a lot of hard work and you're going to really have to bust your butt. But just imagine like after you have 
number three, because you'll be in such great shape, you'll be able to take care of your three little monkeys so much better. Like the recovery. I've just heard from multiple people that when they did get back in shape rather than not after having their C- another C-section, it was so much easier to bounce back and way less painful and just so much, all these things. So it's like nothing but positive, but it's like kind of what she said, like you're trying to stay in this season of life and enjoy it. But my battle is like, but I also need to be putting energy back into getting into <laughs> yeah. better shape so that I can have, you know, more little babies. Yeah. Uh, but I do love that. Uh, so I actually found this great um, little graphic on Instagram again. Oh, okay. This is from Partum Panties. Okay. <laughs> and it says, loving your postpartum body. And it says, one, be patient with yourself. After nine months of pregnancy, it takes time for your body to adjust. Two, thank your body. And I think a lot of the times it's like so hard for us to sit there and like actually give thanks to our body because we went through a lot growing humans. Um, Three, don't compare. And this is a lot easier said than done because when you constantly have social media and like I said, those people who bounce back in your face, it's really hard for you to like sit there and like be like, yeah, my body's fine just the way it is. Even though I see all these people who bounce back super fast and they're getting millions of likes. Um, four is connect with your partner. You were just talking about this, you know, opening up to your partner about what you're feeling with your body. That was, that was helpful with Peyton, but there's also times where he's my husband. So he's going to tell me I'm beautiful. And I was like, yes, I'm Mm -hmm. so glad that you're saying that, but it's not really bringing me, but you have to not bringing me reassurance because you're going to think I'm beautiful no matter what. Um, and five, it says, be kind to your body, nourish it, move it and speak kindly about your body. And that was something I really struggled with too, is because I kind of struggle with, um, binge eating. I'm, I don't, I don't think I have an eating disorder, but I was grew up. I was grew up. I was raised, (laughs) uh, I was raised that you eat everything on your plate or you don't move from the table. And so, Mm -hmm. um, that I think still affects me in adulthood now where I'm like, I have to finish my plate or else I'm going to get in trouble, you know? (laughs) And, um, I would always hear the line, they're starving kids in Africa. So then I would always feel so guilty if I was throwing Mm. food away. And so I still struggle with that to this day, listening to my body saying I'm full. I will be like, no, I have to eat it. And so that was something mm-hmm. I really, really struggled with postpartum too is I wanted to talk about this a little bit is the misconception of breastfeeding and weight loss. I was always told when you breastfeed, you lose weight. That is such a freaking lie, you guys, because when you're breastfeeding, yeah, you're burning those calories, but your body is wanting to eat those calories I- to sustain your production. And so I was constantly hungry I was constantly like what can I eat next because I'm trying to sustain feeding a child sorry <laughs> well I am <laughs> feeding a child <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys Koa came in and was like 
(laughs) Yeah, but it's it's really, I actually talked to someone else about this because she um, was going through that too. And she was like, no one told me about the breastfeeding hunger. And I was like, bro, it's so true. Oh, yeah. It's so true. And so dealing. Sorry, guys. Vika (laughs) just woke up. One sec. So I am eating all the time and drinking all the time, but I have lost weight. Yeah, I feel like that is a very small percent of like you're in the small percent because almost yeah. everyone else that I've talked to that has breastfed for long periods of time, they do not because it's you have the hunger. And so you you only burn, yeah. I think it's like 300 to 500 calories breastfeeding. <laughs> So I don't know if it's because I now have two monkeys I'm chasing after or if it's because I'm breastfeeding that my I have lost weight. I weigh less right now than I did when I conceived. That's so crazy. Yeah. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Go me. Yes. But so if you're the people that are struggling with that, you're not alone. Okay. It happens. No. It happens. Um, Absolutely. But I also wanted to talk about, oh, what I do. To help it. Um, so a lot of it was I had to really just like talk to people and like cry about it. Like, yeah. like they said, you know, feeling all the emotions. It's a new chapter of your life. You're not going to look like your 16, 17, 18, 19 year old self forever. And you're, yeah, you're not going to look like high school you who was playing a bunch yes. of sports. And so when you shift from that, I mean, I was before working a job where I was sweating all the time and moving all the time. So yeah, I was still pretty small for the time being, but I'm in a new chapter in my life. I have a baby. I grew a human and it's normal to feel those things and to kind of put your health on the back burner. I know I did that for a while. I was just so focused on taking care of my son, but I have found the gym and I love the gym. And Mm -hmm. before I used to go to the gym for, I want to be skinny and I care what people think about me and what I look like. And now I've shifted that Mm. to I want to be healthy and I want to be healthy for my family. I want to be healthy for when I do get pregnant next, you know, all these things. And that has, oh my gosh, I was actually just talking to Peyton about it. It has changed. I feel like my life because I'm not as worried Mm. about what I look like. I'm more worried about how I feel yeah. And shifting to that perspective, it's not easy. It does take dedication and it does take hard work, but just like shifting my mindset to that. And I do catch myself slipping sometimes, of course, we're human, we're going to, but uh, it's just been such a healthier relationship with the gym. I've noticed myself starting to um, think about like my food again, like back into I'm hungry, I'm done and mm-hmm. not... I need to finish my plate kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. just listening to what my body is saying, like if my body is hurting, I'm not going to push myself. But if I'm feeling energized, then yeah, I'm going to push myself. So it's just been a lot of changing my mindset from looking at everyone else to looking to myself instead. I like that. And then I also wanted to talk about Um, A lot of women struggle with 
Actually, I looked this up. There is over 3 million cases per year of diastasis recti. What the heck is that? If you don't know what it is, like Cheyenne, it's the abdominal (laughs) separation that happens when you get pregnant. So I'm showing Cheyenne with my hands, but think of like your six pack. Oh, is that your abs? Yeah, your six pack abs. They move apart. And when they come back, they're elastic, but they don't always heal correctly. And so because of that, it says it's common condition in pregnant and postpartum people. It occurs when they separate and then the separation can make the person's belly stick out or bulge for months or years postpartum. And it says that this can happen um, above or below your belly button and that um, people can struggle, like I said, for years with this. And so a lot of our like fitness people in the United States we do not really talk about postpartum healing and we don't talk about pelvic floor healing. And so people will give you workouts that are actually hindering you. You should not be doing any like um, crunches or sit-ups when you're trying mm-hmm. to repair that because it's actually making them separate more. You shouldn't be doing any, uh, what are they called, scissor kicks, anything that's really high, um, high intensity for ab training and a lot of people will be like oh just just go do that and that is actually going to make it a lot worse in the long run okay Um, and so I also looked up like symptoms of it because this made me feel so seen (laughs) and it says the bulge or pouch that protrudes just above or below the belly button a softness or jelly-like feeling around your belly button Coning or doming when you contract your ab muscles, difficulty lifting objects, pain during sex is another one of them. Didn't know that. Low back pain, poor posture, and urine leaking when you snuff, uh, when you snuff, when you sneeze or cough. Which so many people talk about, like, oh, I can't laugh too hard or I'll pee myself or I can't sneeze without peeing myself. It's because your body hasn't healed correctly. And interesting. I struggle with this. Where your uterus is, your uterus, where it's at, is never going to be flat. But after you have a kid, it's going to be even harder because your body, your abdomen muscles are separating and not everyone's go back normal. And so I struggled with that. I was like, why am I getting skinnier? But my pouch is still there. The mom pouch, you know, how everyone calls yeah. it that. And, uh, I completely just lost my train of thought. But anyways, I struggled with that. But when you're, even when you're skinny, your uterus is always going to be there. But for moms, it's a lot more um, evident that it's there. And when, even if you're losing weight, you can still have a mom pouch. And I did not know that that's what it was until, thank you. That is interesting. Thank you again, TikTok University. (laughs) So... Um, I also like looked up ways to like help it. And a lot of people, um, suggested seeing your doctor because your doctor is going to be able to confirm that it is that, which it's a lot more common than people think. Um, and they can give you 
um, advice, of course, and they can send you to a nutritionalist that can help you. And also look for, if you are wanting to do fitness, look for trainers (laughs) who have um, taken courses in postpartum. Because if you go to just a cookie cutter trainer, I guarantee they are not going to know about this. But it, yeah. it made me feel so seen because I was like, oh my gosh, it's a thing that no one talks about. And um, it's something that I feel like needs to be talked about because so many moms go yeah. through it and struggle with it. Absolutely. But yeah. Um, well, we have three more responses I was Ooh. going through because I loved how many people yes. responded. So our next one, and I girl you go girl i could never i could (laughs) never uh but she said that she did a boudoir shoot at nine months postpartum with her first okay girl you go i really wanted to do one i really wanted to oh that is not for me (laughs) they just make you i knew it would be this way though I knew that I would be like a no way and you would be the, oh, I want to do that. It's so true though. It's so true. Yeah. So that one, I don't know. Um, for me, I'm like, you go girl, but I could never. <laughs> I, well, I think the essence of that is so true. Doing something that TMI warning for everyone listening, if you're family, Doing something that makes you feel sexy, you know, makes you feel sexy again and not just like a mom with a mom bod. It's so true, though. When you do stuff like that, I don't know if I want to out myself. Maybe, maybe we don't. Well, I mean, you could always say it. I mean, you could always say it. Well, and then it's cut not it out. like bad, but I've gotten myself lingerie and it always makes me feel so good when I wear it. Even if I just put it on just to make sure it fits <laughs> just to clean the house okay i don't do that i sweat when i clean so that would be counterintuitive counterintuitive counterproductive i have no idea we're, we're using too big of words Anyways, now do that like you guys even if you just wear it for yourself it does make you feel good i will say <laughs> <sighs> I always get so awkward when I talk about that stuff. I know it's taboo. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you don't like the taboo stuff. Skip ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you... Oh, my heavens. Um, and then next was try to find mom friends, but I'm not good at that. And amen, sister. Same. <laughs> Same. Making mom fr- friends is probably the height of my postpartum anxiety. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's so bad. I was actually talking to Amanda, my sister-in-law, the other day because we're getting our nails done on Wednesday by this girl who, if you're local, she is so good. So good. Her work is outstanding. I'm not going to say her name because then people can track me because I said she's local. But if you want to know, I'll send it <laughs> to you. Um, but I was texting her to set up our appointment. And I was getting, like, the worst social anxiety about asking her questions. Like, do you have appointments (laughs) for us? Or do you have any openings next Wednesday? And it took me, like, three hours to send that text, you guys. So embarrassing. Three hours? It was so bad. I'm not even kidding. 
And oh my gosh, you I was talking me. to her. I was like, my social anxiety is at a peak when I can't even ask a business if they have an appointment. Like, why am I this way? It's so bad. It's okay. No, but for real, guys, I can't. I can't. It's too much. <laughs> it really is. I really. Oh, I just. Yeah. But finding the mom friends that just like randomly come into your life is so great, too. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The random ones that come in that I hate having to force. Me, too. And you, you always. Like from New Girl, when Nick and. <laughs> What's his name's granddaughter go on their first date? What's her name? I can't remember her name right now. Anyways, when they go on the first date and they were both like, I hate first dates. Like, I just want to be like, weird, weird. And then the girls like, yeah, Yeah. that's how I feel every time I like hang out with someone for the first time. Like, I hate it. I hate it so much. Can I be weird around you or not? Yeah, yeah. Is this a safe space or is this not a safe space? Um, so our last one is a little bit more serious, and she said she felt like she had to push it aside. Mm-hmm. That makes me really sad. And I I feel like a lot of moms feel like that. They feel like um N- neglected. They feel like you know? they've got a emotionally yeah. neglected. Mm-hmm. And that it truly is really sad. And I think that's why I always say on here, Cheyenne and I are always open for any of our listeners to reach out to us because I never want a mom to feel alone or feel like their emotional needs are neglected. And when you feel like you have to suppress your emotions, that's neglect. And it makes me so sad for whoever responded that because no one should ever feel alone and like they have to do that because your feelings are valid um one last thing um is two things i wanted to read first one was pregnancy is such a trip the same belly that people admire while it grows and stretches to house your baby will be the same exact belly that people scrutinize when it's not flat enough to fit society's version of beauty after a baby is born And then the other one was, dear postpartum body, thank you. Might not be enough. I can't believe what you've so faithfully given. I know you're not the same, but I will treat you with all respect and grace you have earned. I know it will take time, but I love you while we heal, while we find our new rhythm. And if I have dark days, I look at the sweet one and remember the sacrifice you made for her and I'll smile. You did so good. I am so proud of you. It's so true. It's so true. It's such a double standard. Like we say how beautiful pregnant women are and then we scrutinize them the second the baby comes out. And it's like that support Mm -hmm. should be unwavering. It should be there always. It Mm -hmm. should be there before, during and after. And if it's not, then that's not your people. You know, those, those are not Mm -hmm. your people. And honestly, I kind of tell myself that I don't need to care about the opinions of people who aren't my people. Yes. It's a lot of uh, hard work doing that. (laughs) Easier said than done. But sometimes you got to do it. You got to just block them out. Yep. Absolutely. Well, you guys. We did it. 
we did our first not together no. podcast and i am so sorry if this was the poorest podcast you've ever it makes me kind of sad we're, tr- we're trying you guys i have to pee again every time at the end of the episode oh my heavens <laughs> All right. Well, we'll wrap it up really fast. The moral of the story is it is so easy to go through body image issues, especially postpartum. But our bodies are freaking amazing because amazing. who else can say that they grew a human, you know? Absolutely. So, love your bodies, love yourselves. And on that note, thanks for listening. We're Two Messy Mamas. Talk to you next week. Bye.